Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Jill Darren reveals where she stands with Bethany Frankel after their plane run-in. Well, I invited her to my event this weekend, so we'll have to see if she comes. Plus, the cast for The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 3 has been revealed, while Noella and Jen are out of OC. And Teresa Judice reacts to her ex-husband, Joe, getting flirty with her fiancé sister. And Erica Jane has been named in a new lawsuit. All that and so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here, and welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. We have a lot of news to get to, plus our extended interview with Jill Zarin. But before we get to all that, we wanted to see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Kicking it off with Jennifer Gonzalez says, not on Diana's side and definitely not on Kyle's side. The way Kyle grabbed and held Sutton by both arms very aggressively is literally assault. Yeah, a lot of you guys had a lot to say about Kyle and Sutton and this uh, drama that is going on with Diana. Definitely a lot going on there. And then PCD Music says, I'd love for Denise to return. Ratings improved much more when she came on. Also, Denise can replace boring and rude Diana. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people also want Denise to come back. And like she said in our interview, I always say never say never. We'll just have to wait and see. Now that she and Lisa are on good terms, who knows? All right, well, let's get into the news of the week. Big news here. Season three Ultimate Girls Trip cast has reportedly been revealed. Entertainment Tonight reported that the current cast includes Real Housewives stars. Now, this is all dynamic duo, so this is fun. So includes Real Housewives stars Leah McSweeney and Tidsley Mortimer, Potomac stars Giselle and Candace, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City stars Heather Gay and Winnie Rose, and Miami stars Alexia and Marisol. I love this idea. I love bringing really good friends together from um, a lot of the different casts. I would love to know what you guys think of this cast. Is there anybody that you wish they included? I don't know, but I think that this is definitely going to be an interesting ride, especially with dynamic duo. So I absolutely love this. Teresa Judice didn't seem to mind that her ex-husband, Joe Judice, left a flirty comment on Louis's sister's Instagram. So she told page six, I think it's funny. It's awesome. She's going on the market soon. She's too tall for him. She would never go for him. He likes tall women. When I wore high heels, I think he was like an inch taller than me, but he has dated taller women than him. So he does like it, but I don't think Veronica would like it. I don't know if anybody would really like this family intermingling, um, but I don't know. Stranger things have happened on Housewives of New Jersey. So, of course, Joe made headlines last month when he flirted with Veronica by commenting under a photo of her, Teresa and her sister, Jennifer Rules, that was posted on, of course, Teresa's Instagram. They were celebrating her birthday. Um, he said, is the tall one married? So when Teresa was interviewing with Page Six, they asked if Louis' sisters could possibly be on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. She said, never say never. 
and she did add that they would probably tell her first, of course, throwing a little shade at her sister-in-law, Melissa Gorga. Always got to get one in there. Um, would love to know what you guys think. Would you want to see Louis' sisters on the show? Are you surprised that she was totally fine with Joe flirting with Louis' sisters? Please let us know in the comments. All right, we have to talk about this explosive lawsuit against Erica Jane. So she was named in a new lawsuit from Edelson PC, which accused her of having specific knowledge of estranged husband Tom Girardi's alleged wrongdoings. So in a complaint filed on July 6th and obtained by Us Weekly, the Beverly Hills Housewives star, excuse me, was one of several defendants accused of racketeering, conspiracy to commit racketeering, deceit, aiding and abetting concealment of stolen property and more. So the suit alleges Tom and Erica Girardi purposely portrayed themselves to the public as an extremely wealthy Beverly Hills couple. It claims that Erica's company EJ Global was created for the purpose of funneling money from Girardi Keys to benefit Erica. So Edelson PC argues excessive spending was a part of Erica's personality on the Bravo show, which she joined back in 2015. And it frequently showcased her, her quote, never ending parade of designer clothes and high end jewelry, her $250,000 Lamborghini, and her personal 24 7 Glam Squad team, which she paid $40,000 per month to pick out her clothes and do her hair and makeup. Though, of course, Erica has asserted her innocence in the past, the new suit does claim that Erica knew of the scheme allegedly plotted by Tom to take advantage of families who, of course, lost loved ones in the 2018 Lion Air plane crash in Indonesia. The filing alleges, despite her public claims that she and Tom were spending their own money, financial records show that more than 25 million of her own expenses were paid by Girardi Keys in furtherance of the Girardi Family Enterprises illegal scheme. Oof. Okay, so um, Edelson PC is seeking punitive or or exemplary exemplary damages in an amount no less than get this. $55 million, along with an award of interest and the creation of a constructive trust to make up for the wrongful conduct displayed by Erica and others. Uh, definitely, this is a huge lawsuit, um, but she hasn't responded uh, as of late, but this is a, definitely a big lawsuit and a $55 million um, punitive damage amount. That's a lot of money. So we're going to have to wait and see what this next chapter of her legal mess um, will be like. Please let us know in the comments what you think about this one. And Noella and Jen are one and done with OC. They both announced on Instagram that they are done with OC and not returning for another season. Noella wrote on Instagram, after a wild season of ups and downs, I will not be returning to the Real Housewives of Orange County. Thank you to all of the fans for all of the love and support during quite possibly the hardest year of my life. I am looking forward to brighter skies ahead and can't wait to share what is next. Now, Genro, I loved opening up about being a working mom on OC. I am grateful to have had the privilege to talk about my father, my kids, and a real modern relationship on national television. Here's to the next chapter, and I hope you'll follow along the journey. All right, let us know in the comments if you are surprised that Noella and Jen will not be coming back. All right, well, let's get into this week's Real Talk and give you guys our extended interview with Jill Zarin. She talks about Dorinda being left on pause, Brandy being a bit misunderstood this season, and where she stands with Bethany Frankel after their in-flight run-in. Take a look. And like you said, things kind of get really heated with Dorinda. I mean, you kind of say a little bit in the in the first few episodes that like she's changed a little bit since joining the show and even leaving the show. Why do you think that is? Well, I, I, I think, you know, um, I don't think she's really changed much since the other show. No. Actually, I, I didn't think she changed much. Okay. I'm watching it. Did you? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. Well, I think, you know, she does 
she is a little meaner, I guess, you know, she did have this little bit of a mean streak while she was up on ultimate girls trip. And I think, you know, you see that with hurting Tamara's feelings and, uh, you know, being a little dismissive towards you. Did you feel that as well? As did well? you watch the episode yet? Uh, did you watch five? I did. Yes. So you saw how they recreate that because, because just because of what you said, yeah. um, you know, she says, you know, I only have a problem with you, Jill. And I'm like, really? Because I think you've had a problem with everybody. And then they do a flashback of problem number one with Vicky, problem number two with Tamara, problem number three with um, Brandy, and maybe problem number four with me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that was, yeah, four of us. So, yeah. Um, but I thought she was kind of mean on the last show. I mean, look what happened with, with um, Tinsley. Um, Tinsley. Mm -hmm. So I would say you're in the same category. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very sad to me. Is it sad because of the, of the history that the two of you have together? Yeah. Did you feel like you were not welcomed at the um, at Blue Star? No, no. I think I was as welcomed as everybody else. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think I was. Um, I don't think I was singled out as being less or more welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe more welcome. I think Dorinda really gave me a big warm welcome, as she did everybody. But then she kind of turned on everyone and then snapped back. Yeah. And I think I really said it and they really captured my essence because, you know, they can't capture everything. Um, I think they captured it well when I said, you know, she tries to hold it. She tried to hold it and she just couldn't hold it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Do you think it was a lot of pressure for her to be hosting everybody? Do you think that I think was, there was a lot of things going on that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I think that I think that being the hostess, I think she had a lot on her shoulders. I feel bad for Dorinda. Yeah. Is that, a, you know, I do, I feel sorry for her because um, I think that she and I had a similar experience with our husband's passing mm -hmm. and it's been 10 years for her and four for me. And as she said in the show, I very quickly moved on mm -hmm. because, um, you know, there's not to get into, you know, whatever, you know, there's two kinds of deaths generally. There's sudden death and there's sickness death. You know, sudden death, I think you don't recover so fast. It's sudden. Mm -hmm. You just start to mourn day one. Like what just happened to my life? It just got pulled out from under me. Right. And I think if that happened to me, it would be years before I could recover. Mm -hmm. And I only wish the best for her. And I maybe, you know what? If things had been different with us, I could have had somebody for her. I actually thought of somebody for her. But at the situation that she's in right now, I don't think she's ready for that. I think she still has some healing to do before she can really, in my opinion, that's only my opinion, really find what she's looking for. And, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not her therapist. I was her friend and I wasn't going to beat her up. I could have gone after her with two claws. Listen, you saw me on Housewife seasons one through four. I have a mouth that, by the way, if you heard my mother in episode five, I got from her. Did you hear? <laughs> if I ever see her in the street, she doesn't want to run into me. You know, that was very old Jill. I got that from my mother, Gloria. We're very loud and Jewish and boisterous and, you know, opinionated. And, you know, I own, I know who I am and I own it is one of my taglines mm -hmm. said. But as I've aged, like in wine, you know, I think I've grown better and wiser um, that uh, I'm not going to kick a dog when they're down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I felt it there that she was in pain, a very deep pain that, I wasn't prepared to handle. So I just apologized and moved on. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I, you know, I don't know what people are going to think of tonight because some people might say, you know, I'm a uh, wuss. You know, you're such a wuss. You apologize. You did nothing wrong, which is, I just, she couldn't hear me. You saw, she couldn't right. hear me. 
Mm-hmm. She wasn't receiving me. I mean, even when we went out to the blue lagoon, blue blue, blue blue balloon moment, and somebody said to Dorinda, Dorinda comes out and she goes, um, uh, you know, Jill, you know, wants to talk about it or something. And I said, no, no, let's talk about it later. Right. And then Eva comes out and she says, you know, Eva, Jill wants to talk about last night. And I'm like, wait a minute, I did not just say that. So here we go again. Listen, I don't know how she wakes up in the morning so chipper. Do you still think that she should be on pause? I don't know if doing the show is good for her or bad for her. Mm-hmm. If it's good for her, she should do the show. Yeah. If it's bad for her, she shouldn't. That's what I say to everybody when they ask me. Other people have said to me about myself, about themselves and whatever. I always say, if it's good for you, do it. And if it's not good for you, don't. Mm-hmm. I know there's been all these rumors about the legacy show and we don't know really too much about it. But if the opportunity arose, would you do the show again? You know, if it's good for me at the time, I'll do it. And if it's not, I won't. That's going to be my new answer. I just <laughs> gave you a new one because every day it's a different story because I haven't been asked. Um, maybe others have. I don't know. So. Yeah. Did doing this make you miss it though? I was so exhausted at the end. I couldn't wait to go home. <laughs> I don't know how I did do it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how I did it. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But but I, to be fair, it's a different pace, right? You know, here we're in a cooker pressure, not in my own home, not within my comfort, you know, whatever. You could see we were all disheveled and a mess. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, but you know what's so funny about that? Uh, and I was talking to someone about it last night is that, even though the show, in my opinion, aesthetically is not the best quality because of the situation with cameras and COVID and not having the best lighting and all that stuff that you get when you're doing a real, you know, show, um, even though it was like that, people love it. Yeah. They don't care. No, I don't think you care. You don't care that we're shining on our face. You only care what we said or that my face is falling or my eyes are falling, bags under my face. I'm like, who is that? By the way, we're going to fix that very soon. (laughs) I think you look fabulous. Um, I know that you recently ran into Bethany uh, on a plane. What was that like? Well, I invited her to my event this weekend, so we'll have to see if she comes. Very nice. So we're on good terms. We are on good terms, yeah. Good. Did you speak, have you spoken to her a lot since Bobby's funeral or just here and there? I don't want to say anything except that we're on good terms. Good. Okay. And then I know that you said, I think on Watch What Happens Live, that Brandy was the most misunderstood person in the house. Why did you say that? And do you think that we're going to see more of a different side of her going forward on this season? Well, I think that everybody saw it. I think that if you watch the show and if you don't love her now, then that's that's it. You right. know, I think that she's been represented, in my opinion, very Real. I think we all were, by the way. I mean, I really don't know Phaedra. I, I don't know Phaedra and Eva well. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I think there's anything deep or dark, bad at all. I'm just saying, so I, I, I can't say if they are or they aren't. Um, but I can say, like, I think that um, Vicky wears her heart on her sleeve. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she makes no apologies, nor should she, for a woman who was very hurt by two men in her life mm-hmm. um, at, a, at a point where she's feeling very um, insecure about getting old, like we all are. I am too. We all are as you get closer. Um, and I love Vicky for sharing that with us, her fear, because mm-hmm. I can't even tell you uh, that fear is debilitating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely debilitating. I see it with my own parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it with my mom right now. Fear is debilitating. It mm-hmm. is. And uh, I think a lot of women in our situation relate to Vicky. 
I think younger people probably don't because they're young and life is forever and that, you know, they're fearless, fearless. Youth is for the fearless. Yeah, no, it's Um, so true. And I love that. But, you know, I think though that some of the girls didn't hear or listen to Vicky share her story because I've heard Brandy say in the press that she she wishes she knew about Vicky earlier on. Mm -hmm. She would have been more understanding. But if you watch the show in episode one, Vicky says it at the first lunch, uh, sorry, in episode two, Vicky, I saw it, maybe it was the first line. I saw her talking about it in front of Brandy about what was going on with her. Yeah. But I just don't think she heard it. I think she must've been thinking about something else and doesn't remember hearing it. And so in her, in, in reality, she didn't hear it, but she was told it. So I have to tell yeah. her. No, it, that out. no, definitely. No, you could tell that obviously Vicky was going through a lot and she wasn't yeah. her usual whoop it up self and that's real though yeah it is you, know, no, you can't right. turn her on and go like a doll whip it up vicky right you know no. or whatever or tamra or jill or whatever it's you know that's not real life and i think that's why you love the show because yes. you're seeing our flaws our character flaws um our ability to be insightful or not mm-hmm. retrospective or not um sympathetic or not i think you get to see it all And I'll tell you something, this is a show you need to watch more than once because I was there and I know what happened Uh and I need to watch it more than once because first of all, I missed anything that I wasn't in, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. see anything I wasn't in and I am still picking up nuances the second time I watch it. I'm like, oh, look what they showed there. That ties into that. You know, it's like, where's Waldo? Mm -hmm. Oh, they said this. It was a foreshadowing hint of what comes out later. So I think that reality show experts are going to, re- if they want to have a good time, can really dissect the show like a therapist. Oh, definitely. Right? I, oh, 100%. It is something that you can definitely watch over and over and over again. And then like- And I like to watch things more than twice. I have no patience and I'm very busy. So for me to even watch, I've only watched my own show from season one, two, three, and four. Over the years, maybe I've watched it three times. Really? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Everybody keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Everyone, I'm Christina Garibaldi, the host of Us Weekly Celebrity Coverage. Don't forget to hit subscribe for the latest celebrity news, tips, and video. And for much more content, make sure you head on over to usmagazine.com, the official home of Us Weekly Magazine.